Welcome back to uh, He Said, another episode of He Said, She Said. I am your host, Travis Reed. And tonight, guess what? I'm bringing back the oldie but goodie. But like, I think um, she's a special person. And I value her views and I value what she brings to the table. Would you just tell the people already that you asked me to co-host? <laughs> just, tell just tell the people already. We're going to keep back again, y'all. Like, I'm going to be here, y'all. Hey, she, she's like, go, she's like, so co host probably going to be permanent co host, right? Yeah, she just that's what she's going to be doing. So, um, today we're going to talk about a subject that she wanted to bring up. Well, because first of all, let me just start by saying, y'all, that. Travis and I were just having the most hilarious conversation, right? <laughs> and so the subject came about because his words were men jack off because they don't want to deal with the headache that comes with the vagina. Well, that, it wasn't and I exactly that. Because that's exactly what you said, but you used the P word that I'm not sure that. No, I'll never say it. <laughs> that we should no. be using on uh, our podcast. Right, so, right, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, so I started laughing so hard. I'm like, we have to talk about this because this is hilarious. And he said, well, women use toys for the same reason. I said, no, women use toys because that's the only way half of us going to get there. <laughs> well, okay, okay. That, now we That's a deep subject, right? <laughs> now, I'm, like I said, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this, not all, some men, not all, right? Some men jack off more than others, obviously. Uh you know, that's a funny subject or, you know, whatever they do to get there. Um, Cause like, sometimes you just, sometimes you want to do, you want to deal with the woman. Sometimes you just don't want to deal with the headache. Wow. You know? I'm not saying that, like I said, all women are headaches. I just think that some men, like if you just figure like, okay, I'm scrolling through my book at 11 o'clock at night. Who's up? Who can I call? And then he'd be like, nah, ain't nothing. All right, nah, never mind. I just go, you know, take care of this, go to sleep. You know? Um, and women have it like women have a lot, have it a lot easier because they have about 10 dudes that are like break open in case of emergency dick. And wow. so they have about 10 dudes, probably maybe 15 dudes, that they can just like, okay. Charles, Timmy, Tommy, Jordan, Billy, you know, all these guys, which one of them is cool enough for me to deal with after? Which one of them will actually leave after? Do you really? You, no. <laughs> no. Or which one of them will stay? I want to stay after no. he finishes. No, I'm sorry. You're not gonna sit out here and portray my sisters as they some type of hoe bags and they sitting here. It don't have to be a whole bag. It's not about being a whole is like, oh, Jimmy, Johnny, or Billy today. You no, know, no, no. I'm not saying they're all having sex with you. I'm saying they all would want to. You might be having sex with none of them. Well, that's more likely. Yeah. You you probably not have sex with any of them, but you could if you wanted to. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, like, I'll no, 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 no. I'm not saying like you gotta be a hoe, like. Look, let's just put this out in the air. Everybody knows this. Women have a more selection than men. That's just facts. Yeah. Well, women decide who they'll sleep with and men decide who they'll marry. Yes. Yes. Women, yeah, that's 100% or date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or marry. 100%. Married like, you know, date, 100%. Yeah. Marry, yeah, same. So women definitely has the power. Not the same, but I get your drift. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So women have the power of like, who can I, you know, who can I have a selection of? If yeah, I, really I think, I think though, like that. for women though, and I, it's so funny because I just had this conversation like maybe sometime this week, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking and saying that like, I think for women, I you know whether in the first fucking 30 seconds that you meet some man, whether you would let him touch you or not. Agreed. I, t- I think I told Plain you that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You women. know in 30 seconds whether we would let you touch us or not. And that's why we either put you in one category or the next. And then you have those anomalies that grow on you like mold. (laughs) Like mold? (laughs) I agree with you on that. I think, like I said, it's up to the man to not fuck it up by saying something stupid. Or doing something stupid. Or doing something stupid. You know, I've lost faith in the fact that y'all don't do dumb shit. 
when Tyrese said the song, I be doing dumb, 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 dumb shit. No, I'm mm-hmm. just All y'all need to be all the man anthem. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if we need to get into this, you know, what about yourself? Uh, I think acquiring men want to know. Do well, you want to uh, know what? <laughs> uh, are you breaking open the glass? Are you using uh, bzzz? Oh, toys. So I feel like this. All, <laughs> I don't want to say all women, but most women, we have toys. Okay. Whether men will ever see them or not is just depending on <laughs> how close we are. You know okay. What I mean? Okay. Like okay. if you're just like casually sleeping with somebody, you're probably not going to use toys. Okay. But I will say this. Um, there's a statistic and you guys can look this up. Okay. 40, oh, I'm sorry, 54, excuse me, percent of women say that they have an orgasm during sex. 54%? 54%. That's actually not bad. I thought it was more like that is 40. <laughs> what about those four other almost 50% of women? Hey, that means we're above we're above average. We're... Just slightly. Just slightly. Don't get excited, y'all. Don't get excited. So I'm just I'm sad for my sisters that are having sex with these men and not being pleasured. That sucks. So no, I think that I that's where the so. toys come in, where you were talking about like women using toys, is because if only 54% of us are Four percent. Well, can I tell you something funny? You know what percentage of men uh, finish? One hundred. Unless you have some type of medical. uh, Yeah, unless you can't. Yeah, yeah. Not allowing you to ninety-eight, ninety-nine point nine nine nine. Yeah. Yeah, you better. Yeah. This always selfish. No, it's not selfish. It's just like. I think our mind gets there before y'all's do. Yeah, it takes y'all so long to warm up that that train. Well, that... then you know you got to put in some work then before. How come? How just, come? You know... How come it can't be fifty fifty work? Like, what? like you put in the work to make us get there, and we put in the work to get you there. Well, I mean, fifty four percent of my sisters ain't getting there. Fifty four percent is getting there. Oh, it's I'm the forty six percent. I'm sorry, forty six percent of my sisters are not getting there. <laughs> they they are not getting there. So something is going horribly wrong. If we I have a hundred, you know, quote unquote, percent of men that are getting there, and we got forty six percent of us that's just left after y'all done. Like, well, what I, I, in the I world? think you know we've. And this might be graphic, but let's just say by men, like we've touched ourselves when we were younger enough to know how to get there all the time. Quickly. Yeah, okay. quickly and all the time. Okay. Well, women don't necessarily explore that until they're a little bit older, I want mm-hmm. to say, where dudes been, you know, doing that since they were 12, whenever they start, you know, well, whenever stuff starts coming out. Let's just say it like that. I have three boys and I just don't want to know. <laughs> hey, I got a son who's 13 now and I don't want to know. All right. I don't want to know. I so just I'm just, know. I'm just. I'm going to put I'm... my blinders on. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. But if the towel is, is crunchy. <laughs> I don't do my 16 year old laundry and my 18 year old lives in his own apartment. Yeah. Yeah, okay? yeah. 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 So, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my little <laughs> tiny one. We have a well, you have to worry about that with him for a while. So, Lord, thank you. <laughs> so, I, I would just say, you know, you know, as a father, I've had to talk with my son about that. So, you know, you have to let kids know. You know, what I'm saying, like, you don't want kids to because kids are not smart when it comes to stuff like that because they never experienced it. Mm-hmm. So, you would just tell them, like, just be smart, be responsible, blah 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 blah. blah. Well, luckily, you know. Although I am a uh, quote unquote single parent and I my kids live with me full time and all that, mm-hmm. I am not a single parent in the sense that they don't have a father that's in their life. They, they so would talk to him. Yeah. I'm sure that those had, conversations had have been yeah. had yeah, by the has, time and now 
when I have an 18 year old and a 16 year old. I'm yeah, sure I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, I, I was uh, nervous when I talked to my son, he was about 11. So you're yeah. having a sex talk with an 11 year old. Oh my God. Somebody well, I mean, just a man and woman talk, you know what I'm saying? Not okay. necessarily sex. You know what I'm saying? But then, I mean, it's like, okay. And I know we might be getting like a little bit off subject, but I just have to say this because I feel like you can't just talk to your kids about men and women. It used to be like, oh, these are the birds and the bees. And now you got to talk about the bees that used to be bees and um, used to be birds and the birds that used to be bees and the birds that want to be bees and the birds that dress like bees and the bees that dress like birds and <laughs> have all these complex conversations. And parents, though, seriously, like, how are y'all handling that? Like, that, that, but that would be tough. That, that would be tough. Like, yeah. It's not just like having these. Um, conversations like maybe our parents have with us so I'm 36 so you know like it's a different day and age obviously and there's a lot more about yeah, transsexual trans um and I don't want to be insensitive because I don't know all the terms um but also like um like I said transgender transsexual and also I what's the one and I don't I'm not trying to be funny y'all at all I just, it's not coming to me. Like the ones oh. that don't want to have the sex change, but they dress like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Or they I don't know what it's, I don't know what the yeah. proper, proper version is. Like non binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, where like you have to have all these, you have to have all this knowledge base that honestly, as a parent, I don't have. Yes. And so trying to like navigate my children to not be like homophobic and all that stuff through, um, their their current world it just seems like it's a lot more difficult than it was for us where we just like would have these conversations about sex with our children <laughs> or our parents had the conversation of sex with us and now it's turned into this whole other beast where you need a whiteboard and uh <laughs> it's gonna be funny to explain like how not to be offensive <clears throat> to other folks i agree live their life however they choose to live it and i'm the one that says you know do whatever you do just leave me out of it i i look i agree um i think you know to be honest like it's a situation where you have to be conscious of everything you know Mm -hmm. um and whatever whatever it is just love your kids either way um, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just, I'm just. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you definitely. Like, love your children through whatever phase of life they're going through. Yeah, because yeah. you, you just, know, there's a lot of kids out here just never who know. Are just yeah. trying to find their way, and um, obviously, parents are the biggest influence in that. Agreed. Oh, but I just want to really get back to you saying that <laughs> men deal with their own palms. <laughs> To not have to deal with women. And I just really want you to dive into that. And I want you to embrace and own that. Because we really want to know um, what y'all mean, you know? And I know you don't speak for all men, but... I don't, look, I don't speak for all men. this is a general, but, you know, is, a general I, thing. Look, like, yeah, this so is you have thing. literally been like, yeah, I don't want to deal with the headache of, you know, I'm going to make up a name, Rachel coming over tonight because... She gonna want to cuddle. She gonna like, what is it? And then you're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, pleasure myself and sleep. <laughs> well, look, while um, say this for example, right? Quote unquote example. Um, you're up. You can't sleep. Say it's you know eleven o'clock at night, maybe twelve. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you know, uh, s- something on your body is up, and you're just like, damn. You know, be an adult, Travis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, your penis is up, and you, you need to figure out a way. You want to go to sleep, so you're just like, I need to figure out a way to get it down. Now, when you're obviously uh, older, when you're young, like a girl, like when you're 20-something, like a girl will be up. She'll come over at, at midnight, and, you know, like... It's grown-ass 35-year-old women sliding through at midnight. Stop. Oh, well, maybe. Like I said, let's just say 35-year-old women have kids, and they can't slide through, right? Okay. So, um, for example, like let's, but let's for this for sake of this argument, say they can't, mm-hmm. right? Say everybody, anybody's eligible to come, right? And you just like, okay, well, this person is gonna want to cuddle. This person, I don't like cuddling. This person is, you know, she's gonna want to hold my hand. Is she- <laughs> 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 well, no, hold the hand in the bedroom is okay, I guess. <laughs> 
let's just say oh, there like, it's okay everywhere yeah like this person gets up early so like they can't come over but like you just for a man you're just thinking like okay what can i deal with what i can't deal with i just really want to just have sex and go to sleep oh my um, god this person wants to talk uh oh. I, I need to i need to go to give me a strong 30 and y'all then, his hole is almost as tall as he is <laughs> He just keeps on digging. No, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just want to just get it in and then go to sleep. You know? Where maybe some women don't want to do that. So you're like, well, I don't want to deal with that headache. A so, headache. Gotcha. No, not headache of the... No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to deal with that. And then, so I just do that and I'm, I'm asleep. Okay, I'm done. Sleep. I'm good. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure, like I said, I y'all women... women like, I mean, and I'll, I'll speak for myself, but I think women, we don't have that approach. Like, we really don't want to deal with Billy. He talks too much. He this or that. Because if Billy gets on our nerves, nine times out of 10, Billy ain't in our bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I don't, Not happening. There's I don't know if women that are going to deal. Unless Billy it's just like, like, girl, this is so incredible. Yeah. And this is the best sex that I've ever had in my whole entire life. Yeah. That girl, yeah. I'm going to be stupid. And maybe there are some women... Um, reminds me of Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan, excuse me, where, you know, I mean, her, if you guys haven't heard the album of Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine girl, I love you. <laughs> this, this album hotels, and it's not like hotels, like you sleep in a hotel, H-O-T-E-L. It's hotels, like she hoeing, you know, H-E-U or yeah, H-E-A-U-X. Oh you wow! Know, okay, hotels, okay. those kind of hotels. Okay. Um, and some of these songs are just fucking hilarious. Number okay. one, okay. okay, and number two, I think that it's a semi-accurate representation of when women are in that phase of their life where they're just like, "Fuck it," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell I, I think it. that there is a situation for women where they break open the glasses. Of the the, the the many different dudes they have, and it's the situations where they don't. That's the women's life. They break okay. it them open or they don't. So, in your you didn't you was going on yourself. You didn't really say what you would do. What I'm saying is, is that I think a lot of women, um, at least I will speak for me. I'm not going to say a lot of women. Y'all, excuse me. I apologize. Um, <laughs> For me, I think that toys are out of necessity, not okay. necessarily like a like this is better than or I'd rather have this toy than, you know, your man or whoever you're dealing with or even just a warm body. I think mm-hmm. that it's like out of necessity. Like, I mean, 46 percent of my sisters ain't getting there. So <laughs> they have to that up. But 54 percent is now. But those 46, girl, I pray for y'all because that's rough. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like you do all that and then you don't, yeah, no. So I think that the toy becomes a necessity because 46%. (laughs) See, if she says that one more time, yeah. Because I just want y'all to understand, uh, grasp it. 46% of women from this study are saying that they are not having an orgasm. Okay. So that means that 46% of men <laughs> don't know what they're doing. Well, look, there's a lot of factors right? that go into this, right? Right? No, there's I'm a just lot saying. of factors. But no, I, no, no. I know yeah, there's yeah. a lot of factors. And we could, you know, we obviously we can't dive into every little yeah, rabbit hole yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but 46 <laughs> percent, Travis. 46%. <laughs> Okay. We're not talking okay. about a small number. We're talking about almost half of our women, black, white, Asian, purple, orange from Mars, mm-hmm. are not having orgasms. Right. No, that I, means forty six percent of men are not taking care of their business. Well, I don't necessarily like. Like we we, we go back to this. I think sometimes, like I said, women really don't know how to, in a way, certain women at all. Well, I mean, but is it up to us? Is it is it our job? Do we do we make y'all? Do we be like, oh yeah, Travis? You know what? You're responsible for your own orgasm. No, it's not. I mean, look, I think we're like I said, we're very mind and visual creatures. So the fact that we're actually not dealing with ourselves, this is heaven to us, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, 
hey, I'll keep it 100 with you. Like a dude is like, oh, I'm actually oh getting some tonight. I'm loving it. All right, let's get it. Uh-oh, I'm, you know, I'm loving it too much, you know? Um, and that <laughs> happens. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because you remember that movie, y'all, was it? Was it The Wood? When he was like, was it the wood? What he was like? I, I mean, y'all probably gonna take my black card away from me, but there's a lot. Oh yeah, you get your black card. There's a lot that. of movies that I haven't seen, y'all. Yeah, okay. I apologize because I don't really understand a lot of movie references, but I have never seen the wood. So if you have a movie reference to the wood, I do apologize in advance. It is with uh, uh, <laughs> Tay Diggs, Omar Epps, and this other black boy. Do I can't think. Oh, I love. Uh, sh- sh- yeah, Sanaa Lathan was in it. In. Yeah, uh, I can't. They were grew. They grew up in Inglewood. Are you or whatever. sure you're not talking about love and basketball? Because weren't no, all no. Them. That's a different movie. This, they that were all was just in love and basketball, himself. right? No, Tay Diggs wasn't in love and basketball. Oh, oh, um, Omar Epps was, and yeah, Omar Epps and Sonal Lathan was. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. but anyway, this movie, uh, there was this dude, uh, the character of Omar Epps, who eventually became Omar Epps when he was a kid, and mm-hmm. this other girl who he loved. Her name was Felicia. And he was like, I can't believe I'm actually having sex. And it's with Felicia. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, it feels too good. Uh-oh, and too good. Uh-oh, I'm finished. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and for us, sometimes with women, it happens that way. I think um, we're just like so happy that, you know, a woman of a good looking stature is giving us blessing of her vajayjay. You're just like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell any woman this. Like, if you want, I think it's the chemistry between the man and the woman that makes the woman, uh, you know, being at 54% rather than in the 46. It's the chemistry. <laughs> My poor sisters, that's like that 46%. <laughs> it's the Girl. chemistry of the man and the woman. Like, if you are paying attention to what she likes as a man, she'll get there. But that's what I'm saying, is that if 46% of our women in America are not experiencing an <laughs> orgasm, that means 46% of our men don't know what they're doing. They well, are no, selfish. We know what we're doing. Y'all, just, y'all need to catch up with us. We, we're selfish. just ahead of the curve. <laughs> selfish. Selfish. Can you hear me? That is so selfish because I think that sex is such an intricate part of a relationship. Agreed. And we talk about like, you know, how you're saying, like, mentioning, like, somebody just coming through and all of that. And that's all fine. And I think everybody deserves to have the sexual experience that they desire. Okay. I am one of those type of people where I'm like, do whatever makes you happy. I just don't want to hear about it personally. <laughs> but do whatever okay. makes you happy in your bedroom. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. And that okay. if that means threesomes, if that means swinging from the chandeliers, if that means tying each other up, gagging each other, whatever you want to do, do it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with exploring um, sexuality for a man or for a woman. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like to you, be happy and do that. I don't want to hear about it, but do it. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't, stay, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, don't be the bragger. It. Like, no, 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 whatever no, happens yeah, in like, the bedroom stays in the bedroom. Like, look, I know people say girls talk a lot, dudes talk just as much as girls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it's more of the conquest. Like, yeah. I mean, you hit Shirley, Shirley with the big old booty, you know, and you'd be like, yeah, I hit Shirley, man. She'd be going, hey, you know, yeah, your props. Yeah, T, good job. You hit Shirley, dog. You know, you that know is what I'm saying? that you do in your 20s, not in your 40s, bro. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, now dudes don't be talking about, like, you don't even talk about who you even with, even if you're with them. Yeah. Um, But I think, uh, you know, like I said, I think Women who don't experience orgasms, I think there's something missing mentally, physically, something, you know, mm-hmm. and you, sh- you should get help. Figure it out because, you know, we figure serious. it out. Yeah, we, no, you know, that's we, serious. That's real. Because I think that like, um, obviously, sexual chemistry is like one of those like things where either you have it or you don't. I do think that over time, that is something that definitely you can develop, but it just takes a lot of like honesty and um, being able to like say less ego. Yeah, that wasn't great, honey, but I'm not going anywhere. I just want you to like I I I didn't reach Nirvana tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. And I think that that's like really being like I always talk about 
like really stepping into adulthood, which I'm trying to do my best at 36, but it's not always feasible. (laughs) (laughs) But it comes with those kind of hard conversations of where like, you're like, yo, you know, like, great, but that wasn't like good for me. And until we can start having those kind of conversations, I think that 46% of women are just going to be dissatisfied and use their vibrator at night after you go to sleep. (laughs) Is that what that is? (laughs) I I thought it was like, like, oh, I'm going to go take a shower. Before I go in the shower, I dig in my drawer and I go about my business. I don't want to hurt your feelings. No, because sometimes... Mm. What, what what wait what what is that you knocked now? out you over there snoring i snoring like yeah yeah you know no. and she's over there like oh. <laughs> hey, eyes rolling hey, and hey, fucking hey, i'm pretty sure it's happened in every man's life at least once <laughs> where like you know he sleeps she like i i didn't get there so i need to finish myself off yeah you know? I, I believe mean, and, it. It's just facts. No, no, no. And I, I, like I said, I'm sure that that happens, but I think that those are those hard conversations that we do talk about. Yeah, no. Often where it's like, you need, you need to talk about sex. You need to talk to, about sexual expectations. You need to talk about money. You need to talk about, um, you know, things that you want to experience in life and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all those kind of things before you like decide that this is the person that you're going to spend, you know, your time with before you commit before, I think even before marriage, you know, obviously. Oh, hell yeah. Look, yeah. Like hell, those things uh, have to uh, be had because these are the conversations of like why people cheat, why people leave, why, mm-hmm. and you know, not saying cheating is right. I don't condone um, cheating, but I'm like, it's almost understandable and hear me out <laughs> eating is almost understandable when you have like when you're dissatisfied and i'm not saying like it's right but it's almost like human nature where it's like you know i'm not getting this here whether it's man or woman and if 46 percent of women are literally going to bed dissatisfied every you know every other night you know i'll give men yeah. the bit of the doubt that you're getting it every night other night but you know what i mean mm. you want to be dissatisfied every other night it's a little rough to I, be like, I want to stay in this you know no yeah look i would say this you know flip the situation around like for mm-hmm. men right say men are not getting you know let's just say not 100 percent of men are getting off let's just say 80 percent of men are getting off if you're a man right and you're not, you haven't been getting off. And then your wife is like, like you said, she's part of that 46%. So she's like, why are we having sex? If, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not even getting there, right? So yeah. it goes more and more time and she gets more and more like irritated. You're irritated and pissed off because you're not having sex. She's irritated and pissed off that you can't get her there. Y'all mm-hmm. been together for years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever the case is. And then somebody else comes along and intrigues yeah. you, right? And that's usually always what happens. Because in the beginning of the relationship, um, the chemistry is there or not, like you said. But I think that um, it's weird. Say you do have chemistry, like in the beginning, like sex is like plentiful, right? For mm-hmm. a man and woman, just all the time, sex, sex, sex. And then as the years goes by, maybe you get less and less, maybe what he used to do in the beginning don't work no more, you know? And that's what I think it's like about like growing together, you know, like you have to really like know your person. And I know like in one of our previous episodes, we talked about like quality time, but I think that this is where like those moments really matter and they really come in because it's like, you need to know who your person is outside of the physical, outside of, all of the noise mm-hmm. of of life, you need to know who that person is because sex is not everything, but I do believe that it's really a big part of relationships. And I think that it's even a larger part of relationships for men. Like for me personally, and I'll share like, you know, obviously I'm on here giving all my business anyway, so I might as well give you all the nitty gritty. But <laughs> um, like for me, like I joke but I'm almost like an asexual person you know what I mean like I don't need to have sex every day I don't need to have sex every week I don't need to have sex every month in order to be okay but ignore me or don't spend time with me that will 
to be the demise a lot quicker than not having sex with me. And I think that that's why, like, for me, long distance relationships can work, don't, you know, like they, <laughs> they're work, okay. Yeah. They can work for, for me personally. Everybody's not like that. Obviously some people need physical touch every day. That's their love language. That's the way they express how, you know, they feel and all of that. And I get all of that. So I'm just speaking from my own perspective, but, um, I guess I say all that to say that we have to really like be in tune with who we are, right? And who our partner is. And like I said, kind of pulling in one of our previous episodes is like knowing that person's love language, knowing how to love that person. And if you know that physical touch is what they need, then you have to be there and willing to provide it and not using sex as a weapon, which I think a lot of people Mm. A lot of people do. Yeah. And yeah. So that's, that's a like, whole other yeah. episode we could actually. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Uh, you sex as a weapon. It's... Sex as a weapon. Or like, you know, they, they, or I don't, you know, you can't get none. Or I'm holding out or whatever the case is. And you're just like, wow. But yeah. Yeah. You won't, you you're going to be holding out, girl. And then your husband going to be, or your boyfriend going to be over there sleeping with uh, Becky or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Or whoever, <laughs> because you're holding out. Like, that's not a cool thing. Like, that's why I'm like, I always say, like, for the people that I talk to from my um, girlfriend <clears throat> conversations that we have, I'm like, you don't use sex as a weapon ever, ever, ever. Because when you weaponize something, then you give it more power than you give your relationship. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 that's actually a good ass point you know like if you prioritize like example for men and women let's just say women it's money like mm-hmm. if you don't do this i'm not going to give you money this month or money this day or whatever yeah you know what i'm saying and for a woman it could be if you don't do this you're not getting any head or any sex today mm-hmm. you know like using it as a weapon like you said you know that's a hell of a thing i never thought about it like that Yeah. I mean, and that's like, you know, one of the things that like, I've kind of like grown part of my growth, I should say, is just learning that we're all, we all have our vices, right? We all have our things that we just absolutely need in order to um, thrive or whatever, in our own opinion, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that's sex, whether that's quality time, whether that's, you know, um, just whatever, you know, we all have our thing, Mm -hmm. right. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I need this thing. And whether it's valid to the other person or not is valid to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that Mm -hmm. we need to really realize that if you don't provide those things that your partner is asking for, you're almost inviting trouble into your relationship because the natural thing to do is to seek it elsewhere because we don't you have need it. You need it. Yeah. You, like you feel yeah, like you need, you need it. it. Yeah. You know, whether we think you need it or not, you feel like you need it and your perspective is your reality. And so if you're not um willingly giving those things to your partner, whether you're mad, you're happy, you're up, you're down, you're ebbing or you're flowing at that moment, then most people, not all, but most people will start to look for those things outside of that relationship to kind of fill that void. Right. This is why, you know, and we, we've talked about this before, but this is why, like, I firmly believe that um, not one person or I should even clarify that even even more not one woman is able to satisfy one man (laughs) because because monogamy is not natural (laughs) and you guys battle with that every single day and so when you come in and you're like you're gonna you want me to be a monogamous to this one person and then you're not providing the things that I need and then you're weaponizing the things that I'm asking you for then it's almost like you know not expected. I don't want to say that. I don't want to go as far as to say expected, but it's like, you know what I mean? Do, do you no, get no, what I'm saying? No, no, or... I get what you're saying. I think, uh, 
I understand what what you're saying as far as that. Like if you, you know, like if a man is, you know, trying to be with you and things like that, and you know, like you're weaponizing what he what he like, you know, he loves from you. Like say he's a quality time person, but you don't spend quality time with him. Yeah. Um, you're always busy. Oh, I gotta deal with the kids, or you gotta go do this, or whatever the case is. Um you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be sex. It could be, you know, if he needs uh, words of affirmation and you don't never say anything like you're, you know, good job, honey, or whatever the case is, you never compliment, you only nag or mm-hmm. tell him what he's not doing right. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I think you have to learn the person, right? You have to learn with how to love the person the way they like to be loved. That's the main yeah. thing about love and relationships anyway is that you have to learn to like the, you know, learn to like the person the way they want to be loved or love the person the way they want to be loved. Because sure. if, if you don't, like you said, like <clears throat> they might seek it through some, somebody else. Through like another so, source, yeah. Another source, you know, and like they can maybe, like you can find your way back to that person if you, if y'all still on the same page, but if you're not, it, it could end in. Yeah, that's how divorces. I think yeah. that's why divorces, divorces happen. I mean, obviously, divorces happen for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but yeah. when you look at the statistics of divorces in America, most of them are happening because of sex and because of finances. Yes, not there's not much else that's beyond that. And I think we have talked about like you know divorce rates and who files and all that kind of stuff before, but. I think that the caveat for all of that is going to be those, you know, like the things that we were talking about, obviously, like sex, money, and why you're weaponizing those things to not allow that person to have what they feel like they need. Whether you feel like they need it or not is a whole nother topic. But if that person is like, this is what I need in order for this relationship to survive, and then you withhold it, it's almost like taking food from a starving person and then expecting them not to go find the food somewhere else. Mm. I'm starving over here. I'm telling you that this is what I need in order to survive as a person, as a man, as a woman. I need these things. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm capable of giving those things to you, but I'm not going to because I'm punishing you because you didn't do the fucking dishes today. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. I think, um, you know, like you said, for money in, in men's situation, I think the men's situation as far as money, like they can be like, you know, say I'm a millionaire and you wanted, I don't know, $500 a day or just I'm just throwing out a number. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing that. Why? Because you didn't make up the bed. Yeah. Or you didn't give me this or you didn't do that. And it's the same kind of way for a woman to where, like, you know, if I want to have sex with you, like, really bad. He's nah. Why? Nah, you know what? You just, you just, I'm not feeling you right now. Or you didn't do this or you didn't do that. You know? And you're just like, oh. And they continue to do that. And the time keeps going by, keeps going by. And like, before you know it, it's been three months. We know mm-hmm. it's been five months before you even, you know, six months before the last time you had sex with your own husband or your boyfriend. Own husband, yeah. And that's, like... that's not normal shit. So, like, <laughs> men, women, if you're fucking using sex as a as a way to get your spouse or significant other to do what you want them to do, stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because what you're gonna do is you're gonna find yourself in a situation to where that person is um unhappy Uh and you're gonna see that you know henry or henrietta has now entered your relationship yeah you know and that though like i said it could be men and women because like you i realized that if you're not giving your woman the love language that she needs or giving what she needs and then here comes some random dude let's just call him You she know, got her socks. work husband at work who's telling her every day how beautiful yes, she is. Yes, yes. And you don't tell her shit. When she leaves the house. She gonna start First, she's going to start fantasizing how it is with this dude. Second, if he's going to continue, you're going to mess up, and then she's going to talk to him. And then she's going to continue to talk to him. And then next thing you know, they're having phone conversations. And next thing you know, if y'all not married, I can't do this. Well, I mean... Married or not, sometimes you know. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, I can't do this if you're married or not. So yeah, yeah. 
It I'm like married really or matter. not, sometimes that's the demise. So I think that, you know, just as people, we just need to really be like this world is crazy. Yes. And we're crazy busy. And we have a million things going on. And we're husbands and wives and we're partners and we're mothers and we're fathers and we're sisters and brothers and we're, you know, children to our elderly or aging parents. We're a lot of things to a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you have to still be who your partner needs you to be in whatever capacity that is. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a thing that like, one of the things that I strive to like teach my boys. And if I'm ever blessed with a daughter that I would teach her is like, you need to learn how to be a partner to another human in, in whatever that looks like. And I think that that's a lost art that we used to teach our grandmothers learned that from our great grandmothers and so on and so forth. But over these last couple of generations, I think that's a lost art of like preparing our children to be good partners for their significant others. Well, that's a whole nother subject because we could talk about that because of like what happened with, you know, our parents, welfare and child support and all oh yeah stuff, no there are saying? definitely reasons for it don't yeah, get me wrong yeah. and so like and I how think that yeah. it's a lot of it is systemic yeah you know? like I said how women had to be you know like they, we talked about this before in previous episodes I know we have um where women have to be men in mm-hmm. in, in a certain extent you know what I'm saying and if they have to be men, they start more taking on that man tendency where they don't really need a man because I'm doing this on my own. And when a man maybe comes into this into the equation, he he sometimes walks on eggshells to try to figure out how to please her if she's all if she's been the man and the woman in a relationship, you know, by herself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, we have to learn how to take down those walls if you want to say uh of like yeah and i think that that's a that's obviously one of our biggest problems i think as a black and like hispanic communities um is that the women have been i don't want to say well i guess i do want to say forced into playing both of those roles you know Mm -hmm. and but i don't think that is any fault of our men And I don't think it's really any fault of our women because the women are doing the best they know how to with what they have. Mm -hmm. And like you said, dads, if you decide to leave tomorrow and me and you have a kid together, I mean, yes, it hurts, but that's not going (laughs) to stop my show. I still have to keep on rolling because I have these little people, you know, that I need to take care of. Yeah. And But I do think that, you know, like you said, we could spend a whole episode on how <laughs> <laughs> systemically, you know, women have been separated, families have been separated, and it's all for what? But that's why I really hope that, you know, if if nothing else, we start to work on the relationships that we're having and keeping those relationships together so that these children are breaking the cycle, the next generation of children are breaking the cycle of seeing the, um, you know, single parent mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm, all of those mm-hmm. things. But yeah. I think it takes work and yes. we are obviously not there yet. Nope. I would say <laughs> don't worry about being right. Just be right if people uh, understand that right like you don't have to worry about you being right like everybody wants to be right in argument everybody wants to be like it's no i'm right you're wrong kind of thing no just get it right there we go don't worry about being right just get it right so no i i i think that i agree with you on that on that sense my only caveat would be that you know like one of my favorite sayings is, is do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And so not saying you can't always have both because you can be right and be happy. Don't get me wrong. But if it comes down to a choice of being the right fighter and being happy and keeping your family intact, 
for me, I <laughs> I'm always the uh, person who gracefully bows out. No, because really. the bigger picture is that you have an intact family, you have your children in the household with your, you know, their father or their mother, and our father and their mother, excuse me. And these children are breaking the cycles of what we've seen in the past that specifically for black people have been impressed upon us because we don't have um, any other reference point. Mm -hmm. Women were forced to be uh, both because their the fathers are taken off to jail because the 13th amendment has a loophole in it and that's a whole another subject that we can talk about <laughs> and then we right. talk about you know like even going back you know four or five hundred years which you know is really not that much when you think about it we're talking four to five different four to five generations of where our black women were forced into a situation where we didn't have our men in the house. We didn't know if somebody was going to come and take them. We didn't know if somebody was going to come in, you know, take our men to work on farms, sharecropping, all these things that have happened over these generations where women have been backed into these corners where they need to be strong. And so I always just encourage, and I do this to my own children, encourage our men to start to step up into those roles of authority so that we can start to build the trust between black men and black women that was broken so many years ago, you know, four or five generations ago, that trust was broken because we couldn't depend on you guys, not because we didn't want to, or because you weren't, you didn't want to be there, but because you physically were not. I agree. I think, uh, how do you divide how do you divide what's the goal saying divide and conquer mm-hmm. you know and like we're stronger together than we are apart but like you you know you, you take away if i do this to you it's probably not gonna hurt that much if i'm poking you with my three fingers but if i put all five fingers together to form a fist it's yeah. gonna hurt you know what i'm saying so i always feel like that kind of stuff you're 100 right on i think that as far as women, you know, um, they've had to become women and men because of situations, because of relationships, because of, you know, fathers going to prison, like you said, or debut dads, whatever the case may be, you know, you've been forced into this women and man role mm-hmm. and it sucks for women and it sucks for men too. Cause like, no, it does. I think it's a, a two way street for both of us where yeah. like, on both ends like it's it's a it's a sense of angst and a sense of suffering on both ends because in the beginning men were not not they were there they were not there excuse me but it wasn't voluntary yeah look and- i would say like as far as like you know like my grandmother and grandfather type you know what i'm saying like they were married for you know 50 years or whatever 40 years you know like that was not not to say peak, but like during that renaissance, 1920s to 1950s, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where like black people would strive together and the family was everything, you know? So like yeah. people would get married, they would have six, seven, eight, nine, ten kids. Yeah, you know? my mom is, my mom's a baby of eight, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like so, I said, my, you know, my grandma, my grandma had like six, my other grandma had like nine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, it's, it's not And that's my thing, I'm like, how do we get back to that? Because like, for example, so yeah. a little a little uh, peek into my world. So okay. I love kids. You know that. I would have as many kids as I'm able to have for as long as I'm able to have kids. That's just me. You know what she I mean? She wants a I, village. She doesn't want I a I want family. a village. I want to build, you know, an empire. I want to build a legacy. I'm not going to always be here. So... I want my mark to be left through my children. So, um, but I'm like, how do we get back to that? How do we get back to the trust that we had with our grandparents, our great grandparents, where we had these huge families and a bunch of kids and like, I mean, and we're not pushing down the throat of our young women that you don't need a man for nothing. You can, you know, go get your education, girl, and forget that man. Like, how do we get back to the days of like building up our black community? And if we're not having children, where does that leave us in 30 years? Where does that leave us in, you know, 40, 50 years if we're not having 
you know, offspring. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like, like you said, a lot of women and it's not their fault. I think they're being taught no. to like, go live your life first before you settle down. Yeah. So if you notice a lot of women are like older aged mothers or having one kid or two at the most, you know, mm-hmm. because they're not having kids at 22, 21, 23, whatever, 24. They're not having kids like that no more because they're living their lives and try doing everything else before they have kids, before they yeah. want to settle down. And it gets, sometimes it gets to a point where they just like, F it, if I ain't had it now, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it, if I ain't had it now, I ain't gonna no, have and it. That, like, and that's the thing, like, you know, so I have a really good group of girlfriends. I love them to death. Um, and they all kind of range in age. Some are a few years older than me. Some are a few years younger than me. So I get a good um, perspective, I think, of like um, where the where the women are in my life, you know? And I don't mean to cast that on everyone because we're all in different stages and different phases. But I have girlfriends who are in their late 30s, early 40s, just like I have girlfriends that are in their late 20s, early 30s, you know, as young as maybe 31 or 32 and all the way up to 45-ish, you know, and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. And we all seem to be experiencing the same thing. And I'm not just talking about Black women. I'm talking about just women in general. I have 45-year-old white friends, white girlfriends that are experiencing the same thing in the dating pool at 45 because this is like their second life, their second rebirth. They have older kids, 16, 17 years old. Husbands have either passed away or um, are um, divorced. And then now they're starting this new like dating. It's a, it's a new life. Like it's, it's a whole new, it's, it's like a, a, new, a, it's like a rebirth, life. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're experiencing yeah. the same thing as 45 year old white women that some of my 32, 33 year old black women friends are experiencing. So I don't really think that it's like a, a race thing or it's just a gender. Yeah. No, no, it's not a race thing. It's not a race thing. It's a gender thing. Like men and women, like I said, men can have kids when they're a hundred, you know what I'm saying? They're not smart, but like we can do it. I think with women, it's like, you know, nowadays I feel like, you know, we're living a little bit longer than what we used to. So, you know, like we're, like you said, like women are having, you know, kids, uh, like example, you're 36, right? Mm-hmm. You have a son that's 18 that's out of the house. You have a yeah. son that's 16 that's about to be out of the house. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say you didn't have your youngest son, and mm-hmm. it would be just like you, yeah, like in the dating world, basically by yourself, right? Well, this is the reason. I mean, and like obviously, everybody doesn't know my whole entire story, and maybe one day we'll have a conversation about um, my one year old, but um, this is the reason why he's here. Yeah, because like in two years, yeah, you know. But you know, this is the reason why he's he's here. That's the reason why he's on Earth. As selfish as that may sound, or whatever people want to caveat, people want to put on it. But it was like I had been a mother for so long, and so when me and my um, Iron cut that out, Um, (laughs) me and my older kids' um, dad were together. That was like the creme de la creme of my life. That was the that was the peak. I'm like, okay, I'm really gonna live my you know fantasy of my dream, which is where like a lot yeah. of women, this isn't their dream. Their dream is like, oh, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, this or that. And I've always had those aspirations of where like I'm gonna own my own business, I'm gonna do my own thing or whatever, whatever. But um, I wanted to be a mother. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a family. So as young as I was, I thought that that was the peak. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like seeing my kids now being like 17 years old and 15 years old at that time. And I'm like watching the time, you know, it's like watching the sand in the hourglass. Hourglass almost is up, right? Almost run out. And it's like, for me, a sheer fucking panic. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? You know, and that, you know, like I have a successful business. 
I have, um, you know, a few degrees. I have all of these things that society told me that that would make I you needed, happy. Yeah, that yeah. were going to make me happy. Yeah. And the only thing that really makes me happy is my kids and my family. So um, the thought of like my children being gone, the thought of my children being out of the house and doing their own thing and me kind of just being in my own world. And like, I was like, what the fuck? what am I going to do? And you, like I said, you know this, but just like everybody else, I'm like, what the, what the fuck am I going to do? And some people <laughs> celebrate having an emptiness. People are like, you did this on purpose. <laughs> you, know I mean? you have a one-year-old on purpose. This wasn't yeah. like hooked up with some random dude, <laughs> you know, oopsie. No, like this is an on purpose, very intentional um, act because I was fucking terrified. <laughs> Well, you know yeah, I mean? you know, yeah. I mean, like you realize, like your kids are like way more self-sufficient, and all they really need is certain things. You need money. to stay on them about money or or <laughs> keeping on, make sure they're doing good at school. But overall, they don't need you like like your one-year-old needs you for everything. You know? Yeah. Um, look, I mean, time flies, and you don't even realize how fast it goes. I mean, my son is in five years. You know, in you know, five years he'll be you know eighteen, and he'll be figuring out his life. You know, whatever it is, you know. And for me, it's like I remember picking him up with one hand in my, you know, holding him, you know, like a basketball a cute picture like that. Yeah, like I remember, like I remember that day when I and I took him. We went to the mall and took these father son pictures when he was four months old. You know. And he was such a like happy boy, and you know, like he's already he's grown to be a a typical teenager. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Huh? Hey, dad, dad, dad. You know, grumble, grumble. Grumble, yeah, grumble. Can you give me something to eat, dad? I'm hungry, dad? Can I have five dollars? That you know, a typical teenager. But uh, you know, like, in time flies, and then wait. That's the one thing you can never get back. Money can't get back. Time, you yeah. can never get back time. And that's like, I, I hundred percent agree with you because, um, so I used to work, you know, a ton of hours. I used to, um, be fucking slaving all the time. I would wake up and I would drive 50 miles to get to work in traffic, you know, 40 miles or 45 miles, whatever it was in traffic to work, take two, two, sometimes two and a half hours you know, LA traffic is a bitch. Oh, I know. You know People know, like, you gotta know, get on that 405, just fucking, you know, whatever. So I was doing that for many, many years. So like my older children, um, they, I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff because I was working a lot. So um, part of my financial freedom is like having my time, you know? Of course, and because the one thing you can't, the one thing you can't recoup in this world ever. You you can't recoup it once it's gone. Once it's gone, once that moment is passed, that that moment is gone. You can't get it back ever, 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 ever. And I so I think that it took the death of my father in order to realize that time was so precious, Mm -hmm. and so that's part of the reason why. but this is kind of playing into a previous episode that we recorded, but that's one of the reasons why that I value quality time so much, it you know, I, I value it so much because if you're willing to give me my, t- your time, you really love me. You really care about me because you know that we don't, it's one thing that we don't know how much of it we're going to get. That's very true. Like I said, uh, you can never all, get back. We're all on that on that milk carton expiration date every day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's coming. And so like, you can do whatever you want. You can get Botox. You can <laughs> lighten your skin. You can do whatever you want to think you, it's going to make you look younger or feel younger, work out, whatever the case is. That time is time. You know, and like I said, for me, I, I remember, I, I, think, I think I told you when I told my dad, I was like, dang, dad, you're old. When he turned 43, I was like mm-hmm. 22. And now I'm that age. And like my dad, my son is telling me I'm old. And I'm just like, I'm not old. Look at my dad, you know? <laughs> he about to turn, his birthday's coming in seven days or 11 days. He's about to be 66. Yeah, and that's know? my mom, you know? Yeah. I rest his soul. My, my dad passed away in, 
think he was, I don't even know, 64, I think, yeah. Yeah. when he and passed that's... away. Yeah. Um, but my mom, you know, I praise God for her all the time that she's here still. She's 66 years old, you know? Yeah. So it's it's a it's a real um eye opener. Yeah. I think as an adult to be like, you know, this this time thing is so precious. And so like, you know, people may rate may um value their money and weigh their success in their dollar bills, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for me personally my success is not in how much money I make and, you know, like making good money and all that is great. It opens up so many doors. It, it, it creates uh, financial freedom, but the one thing is the time, the time mm-hmm. that I don't spend on the freeway, the time <laughs> that I am yeah. able to spend, you know, doing the little things that I want to do, take the yeah. fucking day off and take my kids to Disneyland, you know, like, Whatever it is, we play hooky and we'll just go do some random, you know, <laughs> something super hey, random. That's because... the that's the that's the thing about you know you being able to have the time to do that. I think mm-hmm. that you know I funny thing, that no, I think about okay, like think about jobs is that they don't tell you is like yeah, it might give you money, but also takes your time. Right. Well, it's you're funny. trading your time for a dollar sign. For a dollar dollar. For yeah. a dollar bill, you know, yeah. whatever that is. If it's yeah. $30 an hour or it's $50 an hour, it's yeah. $150 an hour, you're deciding that my time is worth X amount this of money. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, you work your B, da da da. So like I always tell people this, you know, we're obviously we're talking about something different than what we originally started, but um do what if you're gonna work, do what you want to do, you know, yeah. do what you want to do. And so, like, most of the time, we always do what we have to to get to a point where we do what we want to. Oh, so, yeah, you know, what I'm saying? For sure. and, so, and so, like, work hard as you can to do what you have to to get to a point where you can do what you want to. And that's my goal is to be able to do something that I want to do and not worry about doing what I have to do, you know? Yeah. So, no, and that's that's real though. Like yep. you know, I did what I had to do for so many you get years. To, yeah, to 10, get to 12 that years. So now, like being at this, do what you want to do. Now, like I'm like, YOLO. We going to Hawaii on Wednesday or what, bro? Yeah, like, that, that, I can't that's do the that. kind of you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah, friend yeah. that calls you and like, hey, you want to go to Africa on Saturday? That's me. And now. On that note, yeah, we're gonna get out. <laughs> we're gonna stop there because, yeah, you know, you punk ass. No, <laughs> no, I can't do that. I have to plan. <laughs> give me a couple. Give me a month or two to plan. Now, um, but thank you. Like I said, on that, we're gonna finish uh, this episode. Um, want to shout out? Shout out your uh, where they can find you at T. Hey, everybody. So you guys can find me on Instagram at sent from heaven. And that's four, like the number RM. And then also on um, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Her name, right? You can't remember her name. I'm like, I can't remember my name on Facebook because I don't use it um, very often. But um, Mm -hmm. on Facebook, I am just my regular name, which is Tashira. It's T-I-S-H-I-R-A. Last name is Thomas, (laughs) T-H-O-M-A-S. Okay, folks. Yeah, like I said, (laughs) we can, (laughs) it's kind of funny. Uh, you can find me at Travis W at Travis W Reed on Instagram as R E E D Travis W Reed, and then Travis W Reed on Facebook. Uh, obviously, you know that's just my name. Um, Are you sure also, that's your name? If you say that, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is TT. <laughs> that is definitely not my name and definitely not my name for anybody else um, that I'm not super close with. Nah, nah, Travi, nah. can I ask you a question before we go? Give I don't know. Look. Okay. <laughs> What's the question? Give me that look. It's the same question that I'm going to ask you every day, every episode until you answer it. Oh, okay. Well, like, I'm, it's already on. Uh, we're we're, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs> also, if you're looking for 
an athlete's journey merch. I have that too. Uh, you can look on my my page, uh, Instagram page at Travis W. Reed. I told you before. For the merch, like I said, it's really nice shirts. It has the name of my show and my name on it. Or you're looking for something a little different. Uh, feel free to look at my page and like I said, you know, if, uh, you can DM me or uh, message me on Facebook or DM me about uh, merch, t-shirt merch that I have for my show, other show. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.